I'm running the race. I gotta pick up the pace. They throwing shade, but I'm gone. You gotta keep it up to my face. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Rise Project. Real stories from real humans. This is where we debunk the bullshit and fluff and talk about 100% proven tactics and strategies to help you grow your life and business. My name is Ivan Temelkoff, and of course, uh, I am your host. Today is Monday, November 8th, 2021. I actually had to look that up. Uh, that tells you how much in tune I am with today uh, being Monday, which is the busiest day of the week for me. I got one favor to ask from you. Did you find value in this episode? If so, please tell others about the Roz Project. They can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, or anywhere else you listen and watch podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe on my YouTube channel as well, where you can watch this episode of the podcast later on today. You got questions? I've got answers. Send me an email at ivan at razorsharpdigital.com. I'd be more than happy to tackle uh, those questions. 10 proven social media marketing strategies for small business. I'm going to share with you the 10 social media marketing strategies I have personally used to grow my human marketing agency Razor Sharp Digital to over six plus figures in revenue in just one year. And mind you, this was during COVID of all things. So, but before we do that, I want to share some quick, uh, quick announcements with you guys. Uh, no more live streaming on YouTube. Uh, the video of this episode of the Ross Project, episode 156, is going to be available later on today on my YouTube channel. So if you haven't subscribed, go over to youtube.com forward slash Ivan Tomokov and make sure to subscribe. It's part of something new that we are trying out. Um, the new website for my company, Razor Sharp Digital, is nearly finished. And I'm ecstatic about this. So this is the first revamp of Razor Sharp Digital in five years since 2016. Um, so I'm pretty excited about launching this new version, uh, which is really a more you know modern, more up-to-date uh, version of who we are as a company. Um, you can always visit us, though, at razorsharpdigital.com. I've also added some new info to my personal website, ivantemelkov.com, including my recent interviews uh, I did on voyagestl.com and Daily Brief, talking about the state of digital. Links to those interviews uh, are available on my website, again, ivantemelkov.com. Uh, in addition to my Ink Magazine uh, feature that I had, Disrupt Magazine, and uh, Park City TV uh, from uh, 2020. So back to 10 proven social media marketing strategies for small business to grow and thrive. That is what we're going to talk about in this episode of the podcast. Now, these are in no particular subsequent order, but what I would recommend you do, they're each equally important. I would recommend that you take notes during this episode, or if you're listening to the replay, then make sure that you are taking good notes. This is really important. If you are wanting to take your business to the next level 
in social media. What I'm sharing with you today in this episode, the 10 proven strategies that I have personally utilized to uh, grow my human marketing agency, Razor Sharp Digital, to over six plus figures in revenue just in one year. And mind you, this was during COVID on top of all things. So with that being said, let's uh, dive right in. So the first thing is, what is social media? Well, most people have a false perception of social media. It's scrutinized, believe it or not. Social media is the way people connect in this modern digital world that we live in. It's the same as you connect with someone in real life, in person, but only through your smartphone on some social media network of choice. So surround yourself with people who share similar interests, relatability, goals, and visions as you do. So here's an example. So for me, I surrounded myself with entrepreneurs, mothers, fathers, cyclists, golfers, digital aficionados, sales folks, fitness aficionados, because these are the kinds of people that I want in my network. And that is how I leveraged social media for a very long time uh, to be able to achieve the success that, that I did. Now, in result, that created conversations which resulted in opportunities, in business opportunities. So again, a lot of people have a false perception of social media. The very first thing you need to do is figure out how to change that perception. Now, the second thing here is find your playground. A lot of marketers and social media gurus will tell you that you need to pick the social media networks where your target audience resides. Now, that is true, but not entirely. When it comes to your reputation and visibility, you're going to be on all social media networks. That's where you want to be. For instance, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. And why? Why? Because people, your potential customers, aren't just on one of the social networks. You know, uh, they use at least two or three social networks, some of the top ones that I mentioned. So your visibility as a brand matters on those social media networks. So picking only one just doesn't make sense. Picking two is the very minimum. You know, uh, Facebook is a great platform for keeping things personal. You have to create clout around you as a brand. Instagram is perfect for personal branding. In fact, on Instagram is where I built the vast majority of my bread and butter and still remains to be true to this day. LinkedIn is not a business network. I, ladies and gentlemen, what bothers me the most is when people label LinkedIn as a business network, when in reality it's not. Many treat it in such way, but in reality it's quite personal and sentimental, just like business. Twitter is about conversations. Now, I personally have had a love-hate relationship with this platform for over 10 years, but it still offers plenty of uh, opportunity to this day. And uh, TikTok, I know, I know what you're thinking. TikTok is about expression and creativity, unlike what many people uh, seem to perceive it as. And I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, personally, I've jumped back on the TikTok bandwagon as of recently because 
what I've realized is just that I'm actually a very expressive and creative individual, but I have allowed the stigma of everybody else to sink into my brain. And as a result, I haven't been giving TikTok enough time and enough energy. Now the bonus, uh, I would also add YouTube shorts as well, which is a, an untapped area of opportunity. Now, uh, YouTube shorts, which you can look it up, you know, is something new that I'm actually trying out. And, um, uh, I actually consulted on this with one of my employees who brought this up and said, Hey, Ivan, if you tried YouTube shorts, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a new thing, uh, that YouTube is, is doing, you know, you should really try it out. And I, I've kind of nibbled in it, but I want to share this with you because I think YouTube shorts, which is basically the equivalent of like a Facebook story or an Instagram story. You know, in a network where there's over 6 billion users, that being YouTube is a great way to create more visibility around your business, around your brand. If you're a creator also, especially if you're a creator. Now, personally, I've had great success across Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook. This is where I generated the majority of six plus figures in gross revenue, not net revenue, gross revenue for my human marketing agency uh, razor sharp digital. And this was again during 2020 during COVID when a lot of small businesses were really struggling. So, uh, again, try out YouTube shorts. Let me know what you think about it, by the way, tweet at me and let me know what's your thoughts on that. Or maybe if you're already using it, uh, the third strategy is consistency. Okay consistency builds trust. It's actually more psychological than anything else, but consistency is very important in social media. Now for a huge part of 2020, I was posting three posts on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and even Twitter on daily basis for 95% of the year's duration. Now it sounds crazy, right? No, it doesn't because it builds consistency in addition to establishes awareness and visibility and makes you top of mind for your potential prospects. You know, keep showing up no matter what. And, you know, this is one thing that I think a lot of small businesses that are attempting to maximize their um, footprint in the social media space get wrong because they're inconsistent. You know, and consistency is tough because, you know, it has a lot to do with, you know, just really showing up and then also finding out ways of how to automate things, you know, so not fully automate things, but automate them to an extent to where it attributes to that consistency, meaning that you're publishing, you know, a piece of content every day on all these social media networks. And that as a result over the long term will help you build trust with prospective clients. That was number three. Number four is storytelling. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the biggest reasons why I had success on social media in the way that I did is because of storytelling. Storytelling creates that relatability in the eyes of other people. It's actually quite psychological, like I mentioned, you know, with, with consistency. In fact, from a historical perspective, the ancient Greeks used to share stories amongst each other to relate to each other's lives, and that later on became a huge phenomenon. Now, these days, you know, 
storytelling is every bit of essential when it comes to social media marketing for small businesses because it creates that relatability. It's that simple. It creates relatability. But there's a lot of people who, you know, there's there's a lot of business owners that I see that say, well, I mean, you know, why should I get in front of a camera and talk about something that some people are not going to be interested in? First of all, you don't know who's going to be interested. And there's plenty of people who are interested in what you have to say. There's plenty of people who are, who are interested in what I have to say right now. And they're going to take these strategies and apply them to their business. And I hope that's you. But the point that I'm trying to make is storytelling is a huge, huge part um, in social media marketing for small business. Number five is vanity metrics. You know, I this is something that I can't stress enough. First of all, a lot of small businesses are worried about likes and hearts and comments and retweets and shares and views and impressions. Are you ready for this? These are all vanity metrics, and quite frankly, even though they have some merit to sentiment and engagement, they are not the holy grail to success in social media marketing. Over 90% of the customers I have generated through social media marketing came from posts that had little to no likes, hearts, comments, retweets, shares, views, impressions. And that is the the uh, the honest truth. The fifteen thousand dollars that I generated on LinkedIn alone, that was about two months worth of work, was the result of someone paying attention to the LinkedIn videos I was publishing over the span of three months. And again, I talked about consistency and building trust and storytelling, like I just mentioned. All of these things attributed to creating that opportunity. And that opportunity was actually created organically. You know, it wasn't a pay-to-play initiative. So again, vanity metrics do have some merit in the potential buyer journey, but they are not the holy grail to your success in social media marketing. So really stop thinking more, more about the vanity metrics. Stop thinking about, excuse me, the vanity metrics so much and more about what you're actually doing and how that's impacting others in the social media marketing space. Specific customized value. This is the number six strategy that I want to share with you. Now, everybody and their mom talks about sharing value on social media. Oh, I'm sharing value, blah, 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 my stories, this and that. Especially the social media marketing gurus. Now, value is important but you have to share value that is specific to the people you are trying to help. For example, if a trucking company is having a reputation management problem, excuse me, a reputation and engagement problem, and in need of social media marketing service, then the social media strategy that I would create needs to be customized to them specifically. Do they need more engagement? Do they need more followers? Do they need more awareness? Do they need damage control what kind of specific problems are they having and then cater create a social media marketing strategies strategy that focuses on addressing those specific problems and creating solutions every small business has a unique set of problems when it comes to social media and sharing value that is a blanket for a small business 
is not feasible, ladies and gentlemen. Some would call this a niche, though, where you as a provider can focus on solving specific problems for specific industries, but even then, it still needs to be customized to the brand itself. Again, the key takeaway from this number six proven social media marketing strategy for small business is to create specific customized value that is geared towards solving specific problems that a brand is facing. Number seven is relationships. As I mentioned previously, most people have a scrutinized perception of what social media really is. Building relationships, as many viable ones, will help you get closer to increasing your customer base and finding new potential customers. Plant the seeds and know that it takes time to cultivate and build bridges. It's not going to happen right away. And that's probably one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of small businesses make looking for that instant gratification. Well, all of my clients for my human marketing agency, Razor Sharp Digital, took time to cultivate through a multitude of multi-touch engagements, conversations, phone calls, and other things. Here's a prime example. So I have an opportunity that I'm working on where the prospect I spoke with on Instagram is traveling and she won't have the availability to chat with me until two weeks from now. So got to nurture that opportunity, follow up in two weeks, schedule a time to chat. But prior to even getting on the phone call, this is a person that I have followed on Instagram for quite a while. You know, I've complimented on her stories. I've complimented on her posts, not because I was just interested to, to have her as a client in my customer base. It's because there was a lot of relatability. You know, we both like cars, you know, she's an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, so again, talking about relationships, you need to understand, you know, that you got to work the opportunity, you know, you got to chip away at it little by little. Number eight is, is patience in social media. You know, it's a virtue and it couldn't be more true than ever before. You know, many small businesses want quick wins on social media, and that's precisely what's stopping them from being successful with their social media endeavors. You know, Facebook wasn't built overnight. TikTok didn't explode overnight. You get it. It has taken me four years to be able to solidify strengthening my business through personal branding and social media marketing. And ladies and gentlemen, we've barely started. So patience is a key component when it comes to social media marketing. You have to understand that it's not going to happen overnight. In fact, all the clients that I work with, with my company, Razor Sharp Digital, I'm very upfront in telling them that in order to truly see some success and flourish with social media marketing, you have to give it a 90 day period. You know, it's part of the, it's part of the, the, the planning, the strategizing, the implementation, the execution aspect of things that just takes time to build up to that. And in reality of things, one of the, one of the, the indicators I should say for me from a prospecting standpoint that I have really started to emphasize on is looking for prospects who acknowledge and understand 
that to build momentum, it's going to take time. That is a huge, huge, huge component. Now, prospects or people who want instant gratification, you know, they want thousands of likes overnight or they want thousands of customers overnight. Everybody wants that. But if that was that simple, everybody would be doing it. And I try to shy away from people like that because even though it might seem lucrative in the beginning, hey, this is, you know, another client, you know, this is another invoice that can be sent, you know, some money to bring in the door. Long term, it's a giant fucking pain in the ass. And so over the years, one thing that I've learned is how to become better at pre-qualifying prospective clients and identifying which, which of those people are in it for the long haul, which of those are in it for a, for a short, quick win, quick burn. And those are typically the ones that I want to stay away from. So number eight is patience. You got to be patient, you know. Um, number nine is pay to play, you know. Uh, when it comes to social media marketing, you got to pay to play. You know, I've built to six plus figures in revenue through COVID in a year, but mainly using organic social media marketing efforts. You know, it's a longer play, although a pay to pay, pay to play approach in congruence with organic social media marketing efforts will give you that boost and pay to play is a necessity, especially if you want to have more of that counterbalance of your brand's footprint on social media, pay to play is important in addition to organic uh, social media marketing efforts. But there's caveats to this. You know, for instance, I wouldn't run a Facebook ad that would ultimately lead a potential prospect to a Facebook page that is outdated and irrelevant or inconsistent in publishing content. Because again, it's about that consistency that builds trust, as I mentioned above. You know, um, and it's also about credibility. You know, uh, if you're trying to look like someone, you better look the part, dress the part and be perceived as such. You know, that's extremely important. Um, running ads on TikTok uh, is a thing and something that you definitely should look into if your budget allows it. But nonetheless, pay to play will give you a boost in your social media marketing endeavors, although the contingency to that will be to have supportive organic content. Uh, so that was number nine, pay to play. You know, uh, like I said, I've primarily built the six plus figures in revenue in one year with organic social media marketing efforts. And we're now just slowly getting to a point where pay to play is something that we want to put into place because it's a companion, as I mentioned, but again, you know, there are contingencies like, you know, how much money can you spend on pay to play? You know, uh, we've had a couple of, couple of uh, former clients that we work with, you know, during the, this past year that said, yeah, we can, we can spend $15,000, you know, and, you know, they wouldn't spend it, you know, a long enough period of time or they would start and they quit, they would start and quit, you know, their credit cards would get declined. And then their campaigns will be turned off for two weeks or three weeks at a time. So the inconsistency factor really attributed to the lack of success. Um, exploration. This is number 10. Always keep exploring new creative ways or untapped opportunities that can help you grow your social media footprint. So I mentioned YouTube shorts earlier on. If you haven't explored YouTube shorts, you should absolutely definitely get on it. 
Uh, one of the things that I want to share with you that I have learned thus far is that YouTube Shorts, aka Stories, um, which YouTube actually has stories uh, for creators that meet a certain criteria, criteria, but you know, YouTube Shorts is a great way to create content, but it's very, very time consuming. Uh, for instance, you have to publish anywhere from five to 10 shorts in the span of 24 hours to really build up some momentum. Now, if you're someone who, you know, is 100% devoted to content creation and that's all you do, it might be feasible. But for most small businesses, it's challenging because they can't even come up with content for one post per day, let alone five to 10 different posts, uh, you know, video content more specifically on something like uh, YouTube shorts. But nonetheless, never stop exploring when it comes to social media. You know, always be looking for new ways, uh, untap uh, areas of opportunity, you know, to be able to tap into that you can create more exposure and awareness uh, for uh, your brand. So here's the conclusion out of this entire episode, just in case you've missed the punch. And I'm going to summarize it real quick. Social media marketing for small businesses is actually quite a bit more extensive and challenging than what most businesses tends to see it as. If you want to be truly su successful, you will need to change your perception of social media as a whole, find your playground, be consistent, storytell, don't pay too close attention to vanity metrics, offer custom value, build viable relationships, be eternally patient, pay to play where it makes sense, and continuously explore new avenues. Now you see why social media marketing isn't as easy as it sounds. If you're serious about growing your business footprint on social media, give me a shout, email me at Ivan at razorsharpdigital.com, or you can reach me at any social media network, whether it's under my personal handles or uh, the razor sharp digital uh, business handles. And uh, before we wrap things up on this episode, of the Roz Project. I've got one favor to ask. Did you find value in this episode? If so, please tell others about the Roz Project. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, or anywhere else you listen or watch podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Ivan Tomokov, where also you will see this episode of the podcast later on today. Have you got questions? I've got answers. Send me an email at ivan at razorsharpdigital.com and I'll be more than happy to address your specific question. Ladies and gentlemen, I truly hope that you got value out of this episode. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing back from you. Thank you so much. I hope you had an amazing weekend and a great start off to your week. Until next time, take care.